Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? <laughs> no way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. I am thrilled today to have a sweet friend, Carrie Diaz, on. We met a few years back. Uh, we actually, I was organizing for an awesome client, and she was the designer who was there to just make it spectacular. And we hit it off. She is another busy mom of littles, so she gets it. And Carrie, I'm so excited to have on today. She's going to be sharing with us a little bit about slow fashion, her love of vintage. Uh, you guys know I'm always saying like purge the clutter, get rid of anything that's not serving you. And I'm so excited to have her here to talk to us today about a store that she has opened. And this is not even her first store. And this incredible curated vintage store is called Best Friend Central. So I am so excited to have you on, Carrie, to share with us the amazingness of what you have started for yourself and for the community. So thank you, Carrie, for being here today. Oh, Paige, I'm so excited to be here, and thank you for that intro. You just really nailed it, and yeah, I am so excited to share with your listeners, so let's go. Yay, let's go. So we were talking a little bit before I hit record, and I just said, I'm dying to get in your store. I have seen you've been doing a lot of IG lives, and I'll tell you right now, guys, if you're not following Carrie Diaz, if you go to what, at Best Friends Central? 
on Instagram? Yeah, best friend central, but with periods in between the words. So, okay. Yeah. So best period friend period yes. central. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I am a follower. I have been since even before that existed because I love your style. You have this super cool vintage style. And I'm so curious if you feel like when you look in your personal closet, if you get excited about getting dressed every day. You know, I think I, sometimes I do, but I think that I'm just like everyone else in that I open the closet and sometimes I think, what am I going to wear today? I also think, oh, I love this piece. It makes me so happy. It makes me feel really like myself and who I want to show up in the world. And then, you know, I also feel like, wow, I have nothing to wear today. Not, not usually, (laughs) not usually. So I think I'm not very different from any, anyone listening in that I go through that mental process every morning. Um, but I will say the one thing that I have done to change my mindset, especially right now during these times, is that I open the closet and my goal is not just to put on whatever. It really is to be intentional to make myself set myself up for the day and make myself feel one like myself you know just really like myself and feel really good and really to just have fun with it and to have that be a very intentional action that i take for myself to start my to start my day and so that's what i've been teaching women and that's why i opened this second shop during the pandemic really if you can believe it That's funny that you say, if you can believe it, I was just about to say unbelievable because, (laughs) you know, right now so many people are struggling and they're feeling like, oh, I have a business and how am I going to keep this open? I love that you started this now. You have got some serious backers, some serious supporters because you are a real mom and human being who goes to the closet and thinks similarly to we do. I feel like you've already done a takeaway in just the first couple of minutes. I love that you feel like you can go into your closet and think, all right, I'm going to take this moment to be intentional about what I'm picking out. And I'm going to pick something that's going to make me feel like I'm setting myself up for success for the day. I think that's how we should approach our closets all the time. And I think that if we are not doing that, I feel like a simple shift has to do with something actually that I talked about on a past episode recently and a couple of other past episodes. If you go to episode seven, I talk about the essential purge and really getting rid of anything that's not serving you or making you feel like you are set up for success in that day. Additionally, I think that I've just did a, finally did an episode on the good old yard sale because of the pandemic. I had thought that I was going to be sharing that so much sooner, but then, you know, we weren't really able to come in physical right. contact with a lot of people. We were all sort of yeah. hovering down. And what I'm finding is so many people are saying, okay, Paige, I was listening to the podcast and I did all the purging and got rid of the stuff that you were saying that we, you know, don't need in our closets or, or in our, you know, with our kids toys and all that. And they're like, we don't know what to do with it now. And so I thought this does need to be the time that I talk about the yard sale or donating to your favorite places. Actually, you know what? This just popped into my head. You told me, do you know off the top of your head with that great, you told me a while back because I went to you and I said, where do I need to tell people to donate right now? Yes. And I had a feeling that was going to come up and I did not, obviously did not have the time with (laughs) all the kids being, being home all the time to look it up. I think it's in our text chain and 
we can yes. find it. But it was definitely because I don't necessarily promote donating to the usual places because someone had told me that a lot of donations get thrown away mm -hmm. or, you know, they just don't make it into the hands of people that really need them. So I had learned about a couple other resources that were doing a lot of great things in the community. And so we will definitely track that down and put it in the show notes. Yes, absolutely. Um, and we're places. Yeah. I'm even looking it up right now because I, I okay. saved it because I was like, oh, that's so great. And then I read about them and I love, yep, I got it. Okay, Donation links. Amazing. Is it Red Try? I literally put Carrie Diaz told me about them. <laughs> <laughs> I have the link. I don't know how you say it. If it's Red Try, but it's R-E-D-T-R-I.com. And then it says where to recycle and donate clothes. So okay. I... Yes, I will put that link in the show notes. And I just did an episode of two weeks prior to when this is going to air. And it talks about really what to do with your stuff after you've done the purge. But then I started thinking, I need Carrie to come on and now start talking to us about a better, more intentional way to shop. And that's where I think your, your love of vintage things that have been lovingly worn or created in the past that can have new life. And I would love for you to share with us about what got you started with this love of vintage. Like how, where did that even come oh my from? Gosh, I love I it. Know. Tell I me know. about it. Well, you know what? It's not even something that I really think about, but yeah. So, you know, when you asked me that immediately, I thought I was never really one to wear what everybody else was wearing you know that's just never been me and so I guess it started and I always just fell in love with all the fashion magazines as a, mm -hmm. as a young person and a teenager that's how I spent a lot of time was flipping through fashion magazines and then wanting to kind of emulate what I saw and so it, that's you know that's where how you do that you you don't do it by just grabbing whatever's on the rack, the ready to wear that's made for the masses. There's no way you can get that personalized look that reflects who you are, right? We're all unique. So we can't expect to pull something off of a rack of millions of things and then expect that it's going to reflect who we are, right? It's not unique enough. So the way that I teach people to do that is by mixing what we call vintage, which is things that were made in past eras. Uh, and as we go you know, forward in time, now the 90s are included in that category of vintage, which How is crazy. weird for yeah. me. Very that crazy. is crazy. I just had yeah. my, I, so I graduated high school in 99. We partied like it was 1999. Thank you, Prince. <laughs> and it's so funny because I have another friend too, Ellie, the lady Smith. I'm gonna have to introduce you to, you guys love each other. So yes, she does these very fun, cool vintage buys at, uh, she loves to go to thrift stores and get things like that. I got to tell her about yours. I think she lives in Miami now, but I'm going to just tell her oh, next wow. time she comes to California. Oh, yeah, Cause we're, we're online. So. Yes. Oh, um, that's very exciting yeah. we'll that in the and, show notes too. But yeah, she's, so, she's going to love this. I love the vintage style now includes the nineties. That cracks me up. I just had it's my amazing. 20th reunion and I thought, do I have to think that I'm old now? Cause I, I'm not I know, prepared right? for that. Am I like vintage? 90s or yeah. vintage? This I is know. scary. <laughs> I know. And so it does include that. But obviously when I was 
you know, learning how to acquire vintage and curate my look, it was more of like the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s. So what I teach people to do is to appreciate things that have been previously owned, especially vintage, because they actually have a really much better quality, construction, fabric quality, the prints are very original, unique. The colors are even colors that you cannot buy now off the rack. So there's a lot of things that you can really, really add to how you express yourself in dress by learning how to use vintage. So then there's that aspect. And then there is things that we call resale, consignment, that you can also mix in. And of course, you see me, I always have something brand, you know, modern. I shop at the same places everyone else to shop. I, you know, mm -hmm. I love, I love me some Nordstrom Rack and hey, some hey. affordable things, trying to find quality at a really great price because I've got the two kids and the family that I've, you know, we can't just go shopping at Bergdorf's and, you know, buy whatever we want. So it really came out of a way of curating what I want, what makes me feel good. That's really fun to do every morning that I can look forward to something every morning. And then it kind of grew from there. And over time, you know, I learned what looks good. I learned what makes me feel the best. And it's not always what you would think. It's not always conforming to all these social rules that say, oh, this is your shape, so you have to wear this. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is how old you are, so you have to wear this. I mean, I really don't. I really don't conform to any of that. If it makes you feel really good, then wear it. And then, I, then I'm then i really an advocate about if it boosts your confidence, right, then wear it. And then, then we start to fine tune, okay, well, maybe that's not the exact color, so let's look around for similar colors or let's figure out how to wear that in a different way so you still get that. Or, you know, so then you start fine tuning. Because you don't want to just be, it's all about being intentional, mm -hmm. having fun, wearing 100% of your closet. And yeah, so does that answer it right? Like how that kind of, how I kind of got to this point where I started using other sources to really create a look that I felt like was 100% me? Absolutely, it does. And I, there were so many great takeaways in there. I love that you talked about Whenever you pick something that has been worn or created in the past, it, the construction is so great. And I think they're the, the Forever 21s or the Old Navies or the whatever. And you can just like grab that quickly, you know, mm -hmm. that's made for the masses and it might fit the bill for the moment. But these are not pieces that we're going to go back to and wear for years and years and years. Right. Um, they're and, not going to last. Yeah. And so I, I love the benefit to doing that. And, also, I love the fact, because they're going to hold up, let me complete that thought, because uh -huh. they're going to hold up and they're going to stand the test of time and that's so fantastic. And then also, I love that you talked about how when you, Busy Moms of Littles unite, we can't always be shopping at Bergdorf's. Uh, maybe you do go and you grab something amazing or you find something spectacular at Neiman's or something, pair that with something else that maybe is uh -huh. more budget-friendly especially mm -hmm. at this time. I also love that you talked about how you can go to your closet and actually get excited about that. And I think yeah. right now, that's the best part. 
Oh my gosh, Carrie, I'm screaming for that on the inside because uh, we're in Tennessee right yeah. now and I just am sort of re-wearing, re-wearing a lot of the same stuff because I wanted to pack efficiently because I was packing yeah. one suitcase for the three of us and I knew we'd be mostly in the pool. We'd be mostly quarantining, so we weren't going out and right. doing anything. Wasn't going to do any photo shoots with my friend Tiffany Sharp, who always takes my pictures when I come here. Not this time. And because of that, I thought, I'm just going to do the basics. I am missing what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I'm missing yeah. my closet. I'm missing my fun hats. You know, I love a so fun girl, hat. You know what you gotta do? Just get some earrings then. Get a different, a small collection of fun earrings and that will change your entire a day. Yes. Entire guys, day. If you're listening on the podcast, you can't see her super cool. They almost look like a fun sunburst of an earring, but I love this. Yeah. Like, am I even picking up like a, like almost like an art deco vibe? I don't know. I feel uh -huh. like it's, exactly. yes. Are you proud yes. of me? Did I just do that? Oh my God. Katie, you should get you thrown around your decade knowledge. <laughs> just trying. You know why? I will tell you the one and only reason that I semi, somewhat knew that is because right before school ended, I use that in air quotes because, you know, it was like mm -hmm. basically the school year ended at school in March and we were all home. Yeah, schooling. exactly. We all I, know. Let's be honest. Yes, yes. I was the, I was supposed to be chairing. It was going to be the Roaring Twenties. It was our spring okay. gala and I was the chair for decor. And so I yeah. had gone down that twenty. Great Gatsby vibe. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So when I saw your earrings, I was like, oh my gosh, I need those earrings. <laughs> I can so, tell you where I got them and it's a little... A little women, woman owned. She makes everything, and actually, I bought them. I think for myself last birthday, last as a present to myself. Very so. cool. And we do need to say happy birthday to you because when we record this tomorrow is actually your birthday, so it's going to air a little later in August. But yeah, so happy early birthday to you. Thank you. So yes, yeah, shout out to any other Leo moms out there. Oh yeah. Okay. So I do love a couple other things you talked about and with the earrings, that's a great idea. I have to say you do have jewelry at your store as well too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And because it's, I just opened about a month ago, the amount of people that are coming in is, you know, it's not the normal amount of people. So I don't have it overly stocked with stuff, but usually in my, uh, my previous boutique that I owned, I would have everything that you would need uh, if you wanted to come in and really just transform yourself or if you were looking for a piece and then you needed accessories or you needed some shoes or things to really make the whole look yourself. So it's kind of like a one-stop place because I even do alterations on the spot. <gasps> so it's really a, a place to come in, one-stop shop to just, get your whole self lined up, you know, just get in alignment, have the support you need, the encouragement, the cheerleader, you know, the advice, everything. And then also to have an online community where we're going to share you, share your journey, share what you've put together, and then have the online women to support you there to say, yeah, you know, you did it. That looks great all the things. So it's like a full circle experience. And that's why I named it best friend central, because once you walk in the door, you've got a best friend and you're going to have more best friends and it's going to be. So if I can share it, it's the pillars were vintage friendship and community. Those are the pillars of this business. And because I wanted it to really be, I've, I've done this before. And this time around during this time, I find my lease during lockdown. 
if you can believe it. I can't even tell I you. I think my husband you. almost like passed out. <laughs> oh, yes. You want to do <laughs> what right now, honey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But is yes. that because you just, you had this vision? I mean, for me, that feels very much like I always talk about how I really am just trying to follow God's plan for what it is that's going on in my life. And, and even to launch this podcast, I felt very called to do that even during the pandemic. And when I made this decision to do that, there was not a health crisis or maybe some of some people out there knew the health crisis was on the way and we just had no idea mm -hmm. how affected we were going to be by it or how, to what extent it was going to be. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know what? I feel like now more so than ever, moms are going to be possibly needing a little extra motivation and mm -hmm. we're all on top of each other in our home. So having that organization and, and just having that almost like a best friend in their earbud yeah. saying, mom, girl, I feel you. I know what you're going through. I'm going through it too. It doesn't matter if I'm organized all the time. This is a crazy time in our lives. And this is going to be a historical moment that, you know, we joke about the nineties being vintage at this point, you know, our grandkids are going to look back and be like, oh my gosh, remember when grandma or maybe I'll have a cooler yeah. name. I wonder what I'll be called. Uh, my mom, we call her sassy all the time, but Graham. Uh, so we look back and be like, oh man, grandma lived through that time. And yeah, it's crazy. almost like the great depression, you know, absolutely. It's a very, it's a benchmark in time that people we need Yes. Yeah. And we need to feel connected. And I think that's, yes. I think that's what this podcast does. It offers help for other people. If I may say that I have incredible guests that come on and share amazing things that they are working on. And I think that's inspirational. I think that's what your store yeah. does. I think your store brings people in. It, it gives us a place that we can go physically to feel connected with our fancy masks on. Right. And, you know, yeah. doing it as safely as possible with all the hand sanitizer and everything. Exactly. And I actually loved the other day I was watching you, you were doing, you guys, you have to check out Best Friend Central on Instagram because she does these really fun IG lives. And I actually, I think I may have been one of the first ones who did it with you. But you were the first I one. Oh, I was? Oh. I think you were the first one. And I still have yet to figure out how to really download them properly to make a library, <laughs> but I will. Yeah. They're called the Confidence Conversations. And right now they're every Thursday at 1130 AM Pacific time. And it was a way to reach more people other than in the physical shop. And it was a way to really spotlight the community and friendship portion of this vision that I have. And so we spotlight mostly women, but I do have some men lined up for the future talking about spotlighting them as amazing people and what they're doing in the community and how they're moving the needle forward in a lot of ways. And then also just like with your podcast, like they talk about takeaways that they've learned, life lessons, anything that they can really offer to make life uh, a little bit easier, a little bit more inspired for anyone that's listening or watching because it was really affecting me about how so many of us are so disconnected in this time, not even just right now, but in this last decade, especially with social media, that we become disconnected, we become very self-critical, we feel like we're alone in our obstacles and struggles, and we're not. The more people I talk to, there's really so many universal things that we deal with as human beings and I wanted to showcase that so that people can start to understand that they're not alone and that 
there's a lot of people out there going through the same thing. And if anything that this, like you mentioned, the health crisis that's going on right now, there are so many people in the world that deal with health crisis every day above and beyond what this has brought to us. And so, and there's communities where this is really spotlighted, the struggles that people with health crisis deal with. And we're put in a little bit of the same boat so that we can be more empathetic to a lot of people. You know, there's so many people that can't leave their house and even before this, and they have to be really careful, like with immune deficiencies. So, so yeah, the Thursday, it's Thursday at 1130 a.m. And we'll continue to hopefully do that as long as I can juggle all the, the family life and the business life and everything. Well, it did. It was really cool because this last one that I was watching, I always loved the content. It's always so cool to see the people that you've had on. And I loved that in the background, you had a shopper who was in there and yeah. you were on, you had one of the girls was talking and sharing and oh boy, I loved her and her love of patterns. We're going to get into that in a second because I have <laughs> questions. I need your help as I wear an all black t-shirt right now. <laughs> um, so, but as she was talking and she was sharing a you, and this is what I swear moms are the best at this, the multitasker, you were bouncing back and forth. You would be on the camera and talking with her and then you would put your mask on and you would step to the side. And then you even turned the camera at one point and there was a lady who was, she just looked so cute. And you know what I loved is that she had kind of a black and white ensemble on, but you had her in a cool print and she had a pop of color somewhere. I can't remember mm-hmm. where if it was her earrings or something, but she looked so cute and I bet she felt great. And I think so much right now. I know I'm feeling this way. And you mentioned this about it being universal. What's personal is universal. And I think a lot of us are just screaming out to have an excuse to put on actual clothes and a pop of color, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, color pattern, whatever your thing is. And I just, I loved, I mean, you, you did appear to be juggling that really well. You were still making her feel seen and heard, which is Mm -hmm. the mission of your, your business. That is the mission. Yeah. Yeah. A place you can come and feel seen and heard and encouraged and to learn. I think you can learn how to be more confident by the people you put around you and you know, if they're willing to teach you a little bit about how to do that. And like you said, a lot of that is having that action every morning for you to go to the closet and choose to get dressed for yourself and not hear all the noise in your head. Right. And not take on those opinions about yourself. You know, I had that first shot for almost 10 years and I cannot tell you how many times that someone told me, Oh, you can wear that, but I can't wear that. And it just broke my heart. And so, you know, then it's like, oh, that's just a personal challenge. Let's do this. You will, you know, like try this on, try this on. And then I would see this glowing light, like just turn on. And I could tell that that woman saw herself in a different way. And all she needed was that invitation from someone else to say, yes, it's okay. You can wear this because you deserve to wear it. You look amazing you know, and it just changed her. And then, you know, then they sort of come back and we teach, then we keep teaching, you know, we keep replacing the stuff in the closet that doesn't make you feel good with the stuff that you're excited to wear. And I'm not talking about like ball gowns and cocktail dresses and like, cause I am all about like, it's got to work or I can't do it. It's got to work. It's got to be comfortable or I can't do it. Like, how are you going to run around 
living life, chasing kids, making dinner, doing all the things, the errands, looking good while you're doing it and still be comfortable, right? So it's a balance, it's a recipe, and it is, it's totally possible. It's totally possible to do that. I love that. I have chills all over head to toe right now because there were so many sweet moments where you talk about really connecting with that person who really just needed like a girlfriend to give them permission to be like, you totally can wear that. And you are rocking it. You're not just wearing it. You are rocking it. And I think that's even inspirational to other people too. And I think when we feel good on the outside, like we might have this glow on the inside, but if it's not reflected on the outside, you know, I think that that just really takes it to the next level. And I talk about in my business a lot, I talk about the three E's, your essentials, enhancements, and extras. And I even talk about having like those essential go-to pieces and what can you add to it to really enhance that. And then finally the extra, which is just going to be that cherry on top. And so often that extra ends up coming through in a confident sort of way, because you said Mm -hmm. you teach. I love that you said that they come back and you teach and you reteach because sometimes it's not just a one-time kind of thing, especially if perhaps, I don't want to get into this too much, but I think that probably in our past, whether we have issues with any parts of our body or whether there has been a person or people or a way of life that did not lend itself to a good social, emotional feeling inside. And then perhaps that ended up becoming a physical thing where maybe yeah. somebody was saying that you can't do this, or you can't wear that, or what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Whatever. So it does feel like best friend central is so such an appropriate name because a best friend too. I love that you, I, I didn't, I didn't talk about this before, uh, but you hit on it. I got chills when you said that you also tailor at your shop because we can find mm-hmm. something spectacular, And if you go to a place like yours where maybe there's only one piece like that and it doesn't fit you, the fact that you got so excited about it, you don't want to then be down and be like, oh, but it doesn't fit. You can just alter it on the spot, which is such an amazing service because too, I think people feel like, you know, I got to, I got to okay, my mom listens to this every episode. I love you, mom. I, I am so proud of her. I got to celebrate her for a moment. She has been kicking butt and taking names. She has been working out like a machine lately. She got this great trainer who has been working with her in the way that she needs it. And she feels spectacular. And we were chatting the other day. She's like, Paige, before you leave Tennessee, we got to hit my closet again because I can't fit into some of my clothes. And I, the first thing I thought was, Hey, you've invested in these pieces. So if there are clothes that you bought once, cause you love them, we just got to figure out what needs to go to the tailor before she mm-hmm. starts getting rid of everything and rebuying, right. let's see what can really be altered. Nice about that is you can find, you know, a woman seamstress locally that has the skills to do that. And how great is that you can support another woman in her craft, you know, it's just, it's so great yes. to be able to do that. I love that. I love that too. See, yeah. you guys, are you hearing that Carrie is such a supporter? I mean, <laughs> this is a girl you want to be your best friend. She is relatable. She is real. And she is supportive and encouraging. And, and we all need that. We need that. And that this is what I was going to say about a best friend. A best friend will also say, mm, maybe we could do better or maybe yeah. there's something we could tweak. And that's where I feel like that tailoring aspect comes in where it's like, you know what? You're almost there. You're almost there. Let's tweak it and make it perfect. Cause you don't want the best friend who's just going to be like, Oh yeah, you're perfect. Everything. Yeah. That looks great. That looks cute. To you. That looks cute. Sometimes you need the girlfriend to be like, okay, 
let's focus in. <laughs> and let's, yeah. Let's really make sure it looks great and we feel great in it. And if not, how can we make it that way? And, you know, I should have brought this up earlier in the show because I do feel like you've, you've hinted at this, but I would love an actual um, specific definition of what you call slow fashion and why you think slow fashion is important. And I, I know that we've kind of talked about that, but mm-hmm. could you give me sort of a succinct slow fashion definition? Sure. Yeah, of course, Paige. So I'm going to read you the actual definition. So slow fashion is the movement of designing, creating, and buying garments for quality and longevity. Uh, It encourages slower production schedules, fair wages, lower carbon footprints, and ideally zero waste. So did you catch that? I did. Um, I love that. Okay. And so for me, that means vintage because it's, you know, it was made so long ago and a lot of stuff was made at home. Um, It wasn't necessarily mass produced in a factory by someone that's not getting a fair wage. That means anytime you buy secondhand, whether it be because you went out and thrifted it yourself or whether it be because someone like myself has spent the time curating pieces. So you're going to a resale place or a boutique or a vintage shop. So you're giving those garments another life. You're extending their life without adding to some sort of manufacturing footprint again, right? So, and I think it's really important all of the time, but especially now because it gives us the chance to be really intentional. I feel like everyone's resetting right now Mm -hmm. and becoming very intentional about everything. So it's an intentional way of shopping. Yeah. It's perfect. And you know, so much of what I talk about in this podcast with my clients and even something that I really do on a daily basis, it really is being intentional with the goal of not cluttering up your life in mind. So Mm -hmm. the idea of the mass production and all that and, and, and then mass consumption, I think bringing Mm -hmm. so much stuff into our homes that I always say, can we clear the clutter to see the blessings? And I think right. that especially now more than ever during this time, we really are trying to find some silver lining and we really are trying to find some blessings in this, whether it's spending more time with your family, whether it's resetting, like you said, I love that you said resetting. I think a lot of people are being more intentional now because they've had a chance to slow down. We get in this rat race and we're constantly mm-hmm. moving. And then it's like, oh gosh, i I don't have anything to wear instead of stopping and taking the time to really curate your closet and be intentional Mm -hmm. about what you're putting in your closet. And so I think that it's just a quick and easy fix to go grab something from a lot of the places that we do love, but I love that there's the the discussion too about ethical practices and the way things are manufactured. I think that's important, but I really do feel like for the consumer, the busy mom of littles here, it's so easy for us to hang on to tons of stuff because we're not taking the time to purge the stuff from our closet that we're not using or that doesn't fit or that's outdated. And when I say outdated, perhaps that is the moment that we get intentional when we do go back and we decide to purchase that we look back at some of these things that are now sort of coming back. I mean, I love the idea of uh, whenever you get those basic pieces that you love. And even sometimes they're not basic. Maybe these are spectacular pieces that you've held on to. My mom's going to laugh when I share this many years ago. I worked at the limited. It's not even there anymore. I worked at the limited and there was a suede halter top 
And I was, I must've been a high, I know, right. I must've been a high schooler. (laughs) And so I told you, I just had my 20th high school reunion last year. And so this thing has got to be 20 plus years old and I've held on to it. And the reason that this has been something that mom and I keep going back to is the suede, we call it suede vest sometimes, which is the suede halter top is because that was a pivotal moment for me. It was intentional. It was like, $98. $98. So it was, yeah. this, I know, right. It was this $100 suede, which I don't know how ethical that is now, but, <laughs> but we got to make it last. Okay. Now we got to make it last. Um, okay. So this, this awesome suede halter top that I loved and she and I both, we have always been, you know, frugal and, and smart with our money and we love a good deal. And I take great pride in being a girl on a budget. I like that. And so I think, and I I still have it. I think that that was something that was a lesson that I learned when I was in high school. And I, and we, we joke, we go back and we talk about like, I don't know, should we get that? Well, is it the suede halter top? That's what we do. We say like, is it this? Yeah, like that thing is your gonna... benchmark. Yes. You compare your future purchases too. Yes. Does it make you feel that way? Yeah. Is it, is it going to last that long? You know, back in the day, people spent a much larger comparison of their income on their clothing. They didn't even have as much money to spend, but in proportion, they spent a higher amount per piece because it was an investment. And for all your listeners, I think they would really get a kick out of looking up articles about price per wear. It's a mindset that is price per wear. And when you actually do the math, if you've bought these investment pieces or even just pieces that you've been so intentional about, mm-hmm. and then you do the math, you divide how much you paid for it by how many wear, how many times you're going to wear it, yeah. you get the price per wear. And you will definitely find out that you are spending much more money on the throwaway fast fashion things than you are on intentional purchases that may or may not be a little more of an investment than you thought, like your suede halter top, you know, but think of it, how many decades later, a price to wear. And then even if your daughter's going to wear it, Mm -hmm. my goodness, you know, you start to get into, it was paid for itself a long time ago. Yes. Versus how many things have you purged, right? That were less expensive than that item. Absolutely. Interesting thing. I love that concept of, of price per wear. And that's something that I will do too. And I have a plan of very soon doing a podcast episode about investing in organization bins or items that Mm -hmm. will keep you organized because so often people think like, how am I going to spend that much money on putting in all these bins or whatever? And, and I say, you're going to use these things all the time. If you get a higher quality, not just like the cheap plastic, that's going to fall apart after you buy it and your kids are going to use it. And then it's going to get cracked and somebody's going to get a cut. No, mm-hmm. invest in these great pieces. That's why I love the container store for this. Cause I feel like their products are, are durable and they're going to last for a while. I have all my container store products I've been buying for years. They've lasted. And I think that that is very similar with the clothing. I love that you brought that up. That in the past, maybe people were not spending so, or, or getting so much, they were spending more money on those key pieces that were going to last. And that that is a smart investment because cost per wear, same as cost per use with your organization bins, mm-hmm. 
if that is something that you're going to open up your pantry and things look beautiful and you know where things are and then you can take those pieces and move them to, you know, maybe you end up using the bin that you have there in a, a cabinet or a toy box later or something like that. It is just constantly being reused and enjoyed and that cost per use is really going to validate that purchase and, and make that a good idea. So I love this. I love the idea of slow fashion. I love the idea of reusing things. I also love the idea of these things having a story. Like you imagine maybe yeah. somebody wore yeah. this to a job no, interview sure. or I mean, on a first are... date. No, there was. Yeah. I mean, I would buy from senior ladies and they would tell me the stories and I would then transfer those stories onto the, the tag. Like, oh, I wore, so-and-so wore this when she got engaged. So I hope oh, it brings you joy, you know, in your life. Yeah. And I think there is that kind of circum kind of gets people past maybe the stigma of wearing something that was worn before by somebody else. And I believe in positive energy. And so I think that once it comes through my doors, it's been laundered, it's been cleaned, it's been mended, and now it's ready for someone else to love it and really have fun and be confident when they're wearing it. And I just think that the more I think people, especially now that budgets are a little tighter, mm -hmm. they are becoming more okay. And there isn't as much of a stigma in wearing slow fashion and things that have been loved pre loved. And I think that's amazing because at least in my place, they're all, they're all clean and loved and ready for yes. you to just take them to new places. So, Oh, I love that. I think that's the perfect place to end. I love that so yep. much. So yeah, you guys, I really want you to be able to look in your closet and get excited, especially these days when maybe we need a little excitement in our wardrobe and really be intentional about this stuff after you've done the purge and you've, you've gotten rid of stuff that it just isn't working for you. And whether you're choosing to do a yard sale or you're donating that, and now you are going to be very intentional going forward about your shopping habits and the things that are going to light you up in your closet. I love that. So thank you so much, Carrie, for being on today. I love and appreciate you. I'm dying to get into your store when I get back to California. Please tell us as we uh, end where we can find you. We know at Best Friend Central. And tell me about that website and any other place that we should connect with you. And I hear some cute kids in the background. Can you hear them? <laughs> I yeah, can. the door I love is it. closed. That is real life. I love it. I know. You know those little voices travel. So, so yes, sweet. thank you, Paige. Thank you so much. You are amazing and a champion for so many people. So yes, you can find me at bestfriendcentral.com. And you can also, uh, we'd love to have you in the community on Instagram. And it's at best period friend period central so best friend central with little dots in between and and where's your store physical address yes, yes it is in the los angeles area a little suburb called burbank mm -hmm. and the address is 3427 west magnolia in the magnolia park vintage district of that in the city of burbank and yeah and it's bright yellow you can't miss it i did a bright yellow fun paint job to add positivity to my neighborhood and just send those positive yellow vibes out there i love it it's beautiful i love that storefront and i'm so excited to see the new fun window uh displays that you're going to put out i know you're getting excited about making those happen I'm too. getting so. so excited. That's going to be great. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining me again. And Carrie, thanks for coming on and sharing all of your love of fashion and, and vintage style and doing that in honor of women who you feel are 
worthy of all of these great emotional uplifting feelings whenever they get in these spectacular clothes that have once upon a time been loved by others. So I just thank you so much. I love this message and I cannot wait to see you in your store so soon. Thank you, Paige. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.